0: welcome everyone to another episode of slasher scotty i am your host scotty mccoy and boy do i have a surprise for all of you i have on zoom with me right now emily whitcomb this is her second time her first time on the show is the solo interview um but i have emily on and she played uh tracy in serious profession hey emily how you doing Good. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. I'm so glad that you can join me. I know uh, back uh, when Phobies was going on, uh, I had you on as a group with a bunch of uh, your castmates. And uh, now we have you on as a solo. We're going to discuss Serious Profession. Uh, I know that should be coming out hopefully sometime this year, I would assume.
1: That's what I think. That's what I've heard is that it's in post right now and they're working through it, but it's pretty close. That's what I hear.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to, uh, you know, hear all about it. So the first question I do got for you is uh, how did you get your start in acting?
1: Um, so I grew up in Fairfield, Pennsylvania, which is not too far from um, where we filmed a uh, series profession,
0: nice.
1: but it's very small. Um, so we had a fourth grade play and then the high school plays and musicals and that's it. so I first got involved in the fourth grade play, Um, then my mom actually had to drive me um, about 40 minutes to the next town over um, to do any real acting at all, so I was part of um, Eichelberger Performing Arts Center for a few seasons, and then I kind of just stopped, because middle school's hard, (laughs) and then started back up in high school, was involved in all the plays, the musicals, Um, but I really got started in the movie TV world when Libby McDermott, um, actually contacted me my freshman year of college and said, Hey, um, we've met before. Um, I have seen you in some plays and musicals at Fairfield. I'd love to have you audition for this role as Jess in Darkness Waits. Um, so that's where I premiered and it's really all thanks to Libby that I kind of got back into it. (laughs) Awesome.
0: That's exciting. Um, I know that uh, Matt Anderson was the director of this film. Um, I actually am gonna be working with him Um, he won't be the director but I'll be working with him in a heavy duty man and the lead oh nice so I'm super excited because we I worked with him when we filmed the concept trailer for it but now that we're making the full movie of it like this is my first time to get to work with him and Tom Toohey and all that so that's gonna be super exciting I'm really excited about all that and uh, I heard and they're a fun
1: team (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely I heard so many good things about a serious profession uh from Bruce and Rick and everything and uh I know that uh This movie isn't your typical, I guess, quote unquote, Western or gunfighting type of movie. So (laughs) I guess for those that are wondering what this movie is about, what can you tell us about it?
1: Um, So the movie follows um, Bruce Morris and Ricky Germain. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess he goes by Rick. I call him Ricky, but Rick (laughs) Germain Mm -hmm. Um, and Wynn and Kite are two collectors for a mob boss Mm -hmm. and we follow them throughout a single day and we watch as they meet and I'm trying not to give anything away. They meet a few of the people they're collecting from and a Mm -hmm. few others. Um, And we basically watch them throughout their day. And for me, it's not a typical like crime action movie. We see a bit of the humanity to these people as well. Um, So for me, it kind of is this like multi-genre masterpiece because you get a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, and that's the good part about it because like you see a lot of the you know gunslingers and you see a lot like a, a lot of the typical stuff in those type of movies. Whereas this one has a, a different story and a different approach to it.
1: Right, right, exactly. Right.
0: Absolutely. So, how did you become part of Serious Profession?
1: So, I actually worked with um, P thirteen Film uh, Partners before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was Matt um, Craig and Charles, Mm -hmm. and we were working with, um, Christopher Inlow on Liar. Um, so that kind of got put on hold for now just because of, you know, pandemic things and Mm -hmm. budgeting stuff. So they decided to move on with Serious profession and they said, Hey, we have this role. Um, we'd love you to audition. So I did, and I ended up getting it. (laughs) So I had known them prior um, and they had kind of seen me work in this like acting atmosphere before. Right. And so I auditioned for Tracy and I got it.
0: <laughs> awesome. So speaking about Tracy, uh, who is she? what What is she about?
1: So, as much as I can give away, um she is a widower, um, and she's a single mom. So um, basically her and her daughter, Katie, are growing up in this world. Um, and Katie is played by uh, Annalise Bergen, who is amazing. Um, definitely a name that's going to be like household standard. <laughs> nice. um, so they're kind of living their own lives. Um, they do have a connection to the mob boss, um, as well as to Win and Kite. And I think that's all I can say. <laughs>
0: nice. so well, I'm excited to see uh, how this character really comes to life. Um, so when filming this what do you believe the best part about filming this uh movie was and what about the worst
1: Oh gosh okay so the best part was definitely the people mm-hmm. um so I'm a people person especially when you work on projects like this where yeah. I wouldn't consider them like passion projects, but you can tell that they are surrounded by people who really are in it for Mm -hmm. the craft of acting and for the craft of making movies. It's not about money or fame or fortune. It's about, I love acting. I'm going to act and I'm going to act my best. (laughs) So for me, the people was um, definitely the best part. Um, And the worst part, probably just scheduling. I mean, again, when you work with uh, a lot of locals and the the people have their own jobs and they have day jobs. You kind of have to fit everyone in a certain schedule. And the scenes that I was in, they weren't too bad, but we had maybe like five or six schedules to work around. Mm -hmm. So just scheduling. Um, And I will say kind of an afterthought, the worst part is um, our beloved Seneca Lee actually uh, passed away.
0: And so just kind of
1: remembering, you know, him. And now the movie has this, you know this great face in it and he's been in so many other things but just kind of you know taints it just a little bit just to Mm -hmm. see him on screen
0: (laughs) absolutely and yeah that that's that was sad I saw about that and that that really hits hard in the indie community um Mm -hmm. so bringing Tracy to life what do you believe was like the biggest challenge to doing that
1: yeah so for me I'm not a
0: mom.
1: And I'm definitely not a widow. <laughs> so kind of honing in on that, yeah. um, as well as her dynamic that she did have with her husband um, while he was alive, there's a lot of resentment. And for me, I'm not a very resentful person. Okay. Um, so kind of getting in touch with that, um, talking with Annalise beforehand um, really helped out. And she's just like such a professional actress anyway. Nice. Um, so just kind of bringing that mom protector character to life Um, But also finding a balance between mourning her husband and kind of resenting him for the position that he put her and uh, Katie in.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you first saw the script, like what were your initial reactions about this movie?
1: So my initial reaction was like, oh, cool. I've never been in like an action crime thing. And then the more I read, you know, I, I was like, oh, well, this isn't really a lot of action, it's not really a lot of, you know, that drama focused. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked the humanity of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And during the first script reading, I really saw the characters come to life and watching Bruce and Rick interact was something that I couldn't really picture in my head, yeah. Because um, I hadn't seen either of them act before, yeah. And when we got to the table reading, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to step <laughs> up my game. Like really? I'm an amateur in a room full of professionals. This is crazy." Yeah. <laughs> um, so the script itself was just really impressive, and then seeing how the casting was so perfect, yeah. I think it all just came together really nicely.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. And Matt Anderson, obviously, he was the director of this movie. What was he like as a director?
1: So he's a very passionate person. Um, so that really comes out in his directing style. Anything that he directs, he puts everything into. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is constantly working eight different angles, wearing 10 different hats, because he's the director, but he's also, you know, part of this greater key 13. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's also has such great experience with cinematography um, and a little bit of the sound aspect as well, I presume. So you see that he's a director, but he's thinking like a cinematographer. He's thinking like an actor. Um, and he's got such a complex brain. So mm-hmm. while you're on set and he gives you a note, you know it's coming from somewhere that he's thought about for a long time. Yeah. Um, so that's my favorite part about him. is like any note he gives you, you have to trust. Because it's coming from somewhere where he's seeing eight different things that you aren't.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what makes a good director. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. multiverse. You know, they they can think of it from a complex point of view where it's whether it's an actor cinematographer or just a producer director like they Absolutely. they you have to be the the jack of any trades you got to know what you want and how you want it and you got to think of how it's going to look out when it comes on the camera you know it's got to, you know post-production like that's when you go back to reshoot things but when you're in post-production that costs money to do that and you know y- you don't want like you know one thing to show off and you think it's going to work that way, but then you do it and then it doesn't show off the way you intended. And it's like, Oh
1: man. Right. And you can't just call all the actors back. You can't just call the whole crew back and go, okay, well, we're going, we're going to refilm this one five minute scene. You have to get everything you need from every angle you need it when you're on set.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, what do you believe the biggest challenge of being an actress in and of itself is?
1: So for me, um, I didn't realize it was such a pay-to-play industry. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of hit home for me is I I didn't come from a place with a lot of wealth. Um, my community is really small. So that reality just was kind of hidden from me until I really got into it. But you have to pay, you have to self-fund all of your equipment, all of your self-tape equipment. So that's mm-hmm. lighting, that's a camera. Yeah. Um, you have to pay to even get auditions. So going on to things like Actors Access, you have to pay a subscription in order to get access to these breakdowns. And then you have to pay sometimes to upload your media. So my headshot costs money, my reel costs money, um, and even getting headshots in and of themselves. I mean, some of the best headshot photographers cost hundreds, thousands of dollars. And that's just to get your foot in the door that's just to get an agent. (laughs) So for me, that startup fund wasn't a reality for me. And I didn't realize that it was. And so that's a big barrier for a lot of people who want to act is that they don't know that you have to self fund thousands of dollars before you can get anywhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, It, it really can become a very consuming you know monetarily consuming uh aspect of things because uh, a lot of people don't realize they think oh i can just you know take a selfie with my phone and you know that's my headshot and i can get a i can get an acting gig easily i mean it's easy to start up a little you know a little company you know a little movie with you and your friends but it's another thing when you're gonna if you want to pursue it professionally because then you got to really put the money in because you're going to be looking for work you're going to be looking for jobs you're not going to just be getting a job or saying hey let's film this and make money out of it it's harder than people think
1: right and at the minimum you really have two jobs because submitting and auditioning is one job but then you have to have another side gig full-time yeah. job to pay for that other yeah. you know to pay for acting yeah. to pay for your other job yeah um so That's it funny. really is two full-time jobs and when I'm not mm-hmm. working my day job I'm auditioning at like one in the morning yeah so you know you have to find that balance yeah. and, and it really is a pay-to-play industry it is. at least in the beginning
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and I'm I'm actually called uh, Mr. No Days Off <laughs> because oh, <really>? of, <laughs> yes because I, I have I have a full-time job working you know 40 hours a week and then mm-hmm. on top of that, I'm, you know, I have my own film company where we have our own movies that we're doing, whether right now our movies in the post-production, but then I also am in other movies as an actor. I have, I do my interviews, which I do about 20 or so a month. And then I, you know, I end up doing, um, you know, I have uh, I'll, I'll, you know, my YouTube channel and my other podcast that I do. So it, a lot of people don't realize that you do like. I mean, I'm using my. This is the second time, my second interview. I'm using my new microphone and my new camera. Now I have a full time job, so I can pay for that because I don't have just five hundred dollars laying around if I don't have a job. Right. Right. It's exactly. Not cheap.
1: No, and and on top of all the things you're doing, there's post production for YouTube yep. videos. There's editing. Yeah. There's upload time. Yep. I mean. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah. get no days off. Yeah. I you, hope you
0: get some rest soon. <laughs> you know, I probably went to bed last night. No- last night was actually the first time I went to bed at a decent hour. I went to bed at eight o'clock. Um, I had an interview. What time did my, my interview was for eight o'clock? So I went. To, I literally uploaded that. It wasn't that long of an interview. My interviews aren't really that long. Um, and I did that interview. I probably went to bed by eight thirty nine o'clock at the most, and I woke up around maybe what I started five so about 4 45 this morning and that was probably the most rest I got probably in like three months
1: oh my gosh yeah you need a day off you need yep. a snow day or something <laughs> right
0: exactly so uh yeah and I have an interview like with you today and then I have an interview tomorrow I have an interview Thursday and then Friday Saturday and Sunday I'm off
1: oh my gosh so
0: I finally get a wow. weekend off <laughs>
1: well, you're busy, but you create great stuff. So it's not, you you know, a wonder that people don't want to work with you, (laughs) you know?
0: Absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize that, um, that if you want to become a successful actress or if you want to get a part you need to put in the time and then you think oh i auditioned i got the part great now i now i don't have to do a couple of auditions because i have this movie to focus on yeah but now you got to memorize all your lines and depending how big your role is you might have to memorize you know out of a 100 page script you might have to memorize you know 50 or 60 pages of lines Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's not this the lines that you got to memorize you got to know the dialogue not just dialogue but you got to know like the action sequences what you got to do in between your lines like it's totally very very complicated so if we haven't scared anybody watching this that is an (laughs) inspiring actor going in, in coming into it and they're watching this and they're seeing this and they're not scared off what advice do you have for them so
1: definitely do it I think the biggest regret I have is that I did wait. So I was in darkness waits my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, that filmed for about five years, yeah. um, just kind of on and off, you know, like on the weekends when everyone was available, that scheduling conflict um, that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. But once I was done with that, I went, okay, gotta get a, a real job, gotta go into yeah. the real world. I yeah. did that. It was fun. It was okay, but it's not what I love. Yeah. Um, So every day I was sitting in a high school and I was talking to students and I said, if money wasn't an issue, if family expectations weren't an issue, what would you do with your life? Right. And I self-reflected and I went, oh, I would act. So I gave myself two years. This is my second year. um, I threw myself full-fledged into acting classes Mm -hmm. um, and also acting classes, number one thing you need to be doing. Number one thing. Oh, totally, so much money. (laughs) Find good ones. Be yep. consistent about it, um, but really just just do it. Give yourself yeah. a time limit if you need to. Um, save up money for a year or two, whatever makes you yeah. like comfortable.
0: Yeah,
1: and then just do it. Submit for everything. Everything yeah. you you know qualify for within a breakdown. Enroll in all the acting classes that you can, yeah. um, because that's going to make the difference. You can't just go and act. Um, yeah. Some people do. Um, doesn't always <laughs> work out for them. It's like playing the piano. You have to take lessons. You can't just go and play Bach.
0: Right. Yep, <laughs> um, absolutely.
1: So enroll in all the acting classes that you can and just do it. Throw yeah. yourself full-fledged into it. No yeah. regrets. In 50 years, you're going to say, okay, I gave myself those two yeah. years and I did it. <laughs> Whether or not it worked out or not, I yeah. did it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, and going back to saying like, you know, starting up your own company and getting your friends to do something. And like I started getting in the industry by doing my own films with my own company. And, you know, I hired people that were involved. I put myself in it to get experience, but that's not really a way to learn how to act properly and do the, like you, you learn from, uh, from doing it, but it, acting classes really come in handy. And cause you have professionals that know how to teach certain things. And that, that's what you need to do because I'm, I'm a good actor, but I'm, I, I struggled at first. And there was times that I cringe so bad looking at my stuff because <laughs> Thinking of it, like I didn't go through the professional route of getting acting classes. I started and learned on my own and it doesn't always work out that way. And I mean, I'm still learning things that I didn't learn from acting classes. I'm actually thinking of going to get acting classes just because, you know, you that's the proper way to do it.
1: And the one one of the good things that did come out of the pandemic is that a lot of them are online. Yeah, I used to have to take the train from Baltimore to New York. Yeah. On like a Thursday night, take a class and then come back and work the next day. <laughs> um, you don't have to okay. do that anymore. Um, yeah. Acting and voice studios is the one that I went through. Okay. They have so much online right now. Yeah. Um, and they have casting showcases. They have actual classes like the Meisner method. Yeah. Um, books. Books from the library are free. Go yeah. look up Meisner. Go look up the stamp yeah. like Stanford. Go look up. Um, oh, there's so many. Like so many acting books, Mm -hmm. read them all. Um, Uta Hagen. She's a good one. Um, And just, you know, absorb the information that way. And a a lot of things, like you said, like you can film on your phone, you can, you can do things by yourself. iPhones have great quality. Now. You don't have to wait for someone to submit a breakdown and, you know, have their own production. Film a little scene of you being in a therapist's office on your couch Yeah. And then you can add that to your reel. That's a scene.
0: Yeah. Um, It doesn't have
1: to be, you know, a real scene with a real director. You don't have to get paid. You can create these things by yourself. So there are some ways to get around the pay to play. Um, So yeah, that's and, my advice.
0: <laughs> Yeah. And another thing you can look at is uh, Udemy. Uh, Udemy has all different things. They do have acting mm. and podcasting. They also have, you know, whether it's programming or yoga, they, they have everything you can learn from. And some things are pay, you have to pay for, uh, for the classes. Other classes you can do for free. Um, they have free oh, nice. classes and they have a filter that you can click free. So every single class that's there is free. And they have acting, they have podcasting, they have YouTube channel growth. Like they have all these different things that you can check out. And uh, awesome. I'm actually a teacher on there that I teach some programming stuff and that on there but it's a really a good thing to learn um, a good tool to use because yeah you might have to pay twenty dollars for the class or whatever but I mean there's some classes on there that you can learn from free I mean I'm currently doing a class on there that was free about YouTube channel growth and it's oh, nice. really giving, it telling me how the analytics work and how the algorithms are so these are things that uh, people can take you know those are tools that you know people that want to be an actor can check out and they they can you know kind of get a little bit of advice from them as well
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. any free or or close to free yeah. resources you can go through as long as they're verified and they're not feeding you like a, right. a crap program yeah. <laughs> or absolutely. false advice yeah. um, follow casting directors on instagram yeah. They're the best Samantha Stiglitz. It's like one of my favorites. Yeah. She's throwing advice out all the time, yeah. every day.
0: Some of them go live and they go live with actual people that are actors and they actually perform a monologue and then they critique them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what's out there for free. Yeah. Um, so you just have to kind of dig, unfortunately, yeah. put in that extra work, that yeah. other job, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so the last question i do got for you is on any other things you got in the works that you would like to promote whether it's films or social media websites anything at all so your time to promote anything you got going on
1: um so i guess anything that's on my imdb is pretty mm-hmm. much free to talk about okay. <laughs> there are some things that are in the in the works that i can't talk about mm-hmm. um but vampire and the vigilante that one's in post production um Legend of Hawes um is in post and it has been released in the local California area um I'm pretty sure he's looking to promote it um and distribute it Mm -hmm. on like an Amazon Prime platform something like that um Righteous Blood is already out um and then obviously Serious Profession Mm -hmm. uh They Watch is actually another one that I really liked uh being a part of that one was filmed in York Pennsylvania
0: oh nice Uh, so
1: that's pretty local yeah. So support, you know, some local people there. There are some big names attached to that one as well.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, obviously series profession. And then I think we're going to be doing phobia sometime soon in the future. Fingers so that's crossed. free. Um, I don't think any filming uh besides some little pre-projects has been done for
0: that yet yeah i think they Um, have two shorts that they're working on project t and project m but i I don't know anything about it. i haven't really talked to matt about it so don't so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt but Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) check out the phobias uh their uh, facebook page and you'll be able to get all the updates on that that would be great if they can get that going
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Anything you guys can support in like the DMV local area. Um, I would promote that way more than I would like these big Hollywood. You know, yeah, I agree. Because and they I mean, need it more.
0: <laughs> yep. And I've been doing a lot of, you know, I have a, I had a lot of pretty big guests on my show. But I enjoy, I think, doing more of the indie actors because, you know, the, their lives are interesting. They're, they have normal lives and, you know, acting isn't usually their full time gig most of the times. And, you know, and then they're bigger, they smaller productions that could use the money. So giving them promotion is amazing. And, and, oh, yeah. and to be honest, I get more views on them sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, there's
1: there's nothing better than finding and they're so passionate. Yeah, Like the, the people that are involved in like, especially in this local area, the DMV area, um, they're just so passionate. Again, they they do have full-time jobs. They don't really need to do this. It's because they love it. And you can tell they love it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's amazing. The, the golden nuggets that you find in this area. It's, it's really wonderful. Absolutely. It,
0: it really is. And I mean, I thank you so much for joining me and for giving any advice that you can give to anybody that's watching that might want to dabble their feet into, you know, into acting. Cause it really is, a, it's not just, it's not, you're not just making a movie You're making art, you're being creative and you're letting your creativity and your originality and your imagination run wild. And it's really, it's really fun.
1: Well, thank you for having me. This is amazing. And and yeah, like you said, I mean, you really do have to put in the work. There are very few instances where someone was you know, a waiter in Hawaii and got picked up by a casting director. Right. Um, <laughs> and even, <laughs> or, and even
0: if they did, they still got to put in the work memorizing their lines. So either way, it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to get away and be like, oh, I get to do this and I get to do nothing. Like you're always going to have to put some kind of work into everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Mental, physical, <laughs> yeah. you know, emotional. Yeah, depending so if you're much a method actor. Work. Oh, yeah. If you're a
0: method actor, you dive in and you're, you you can be emotionally and physically and mentally and all, the, you know, totally drained
1: totally and you have to have either yeah. a good mentor a good teacher yeah. something like that who can bring you into that emotional state yeah and also get you out yes because sometimes there are these deep dark places yeah. that we want to yeah. delve into in acting yeah and it's the getting out part yeah because you know they'll hit you know reset four times on set you know at, yeah. at least <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. have to cry yeah. and pour your heart out and then go all right do it again
0: (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) absolutely well i thank you so much emily for joining me today
1: thank you i hope you have a wonderful get some rest have a wonderful day but get some rest you need it you deserve (laughs) it (laughs) absolutely
0: absolutely you have a great rest of your day
1: all All right, right have a good one you
0: too bye
1: bye